Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and joining me this morning is Jim Keenan. He's the event director of the Great Mac and Chili Challenge, one of a few festivals that he does. The other is Chowder Fest, but specifically we're talking about the Great Mac and Chili Challenge, which is coming up January 26th down in Norwalk. Jim, I appreciate you joining me this morning. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. One of the things I saw when I saw it was like, ooh, mac and chili. I mean, you're two things that... They don't go together, but they go together. You know, they're comfort foods. Everyone yep. will, you know, not everyone likes chili. Some people like mac and cheese and vice versa. So you're kind of doing the proverbial two birds with one stone thing. I think that's pretty awesome. Well, it's great. It reaches a variety of taste buds, but they are both in the comfort food category. And winter is the perfect time to hold this kind of event. So how did this event get started? Well, um, when we started the New England Chowder Fest, which, is, as you know, has grown in significant popularity, people always ask us about chili, and I'm like, well, chili is not chowder. It's not bisque. It's whatever. And so uh, about six or seven years ago, we decided to hold our own event because we got a bunch of requests just for chili because those people are just passionate <laughs> chili followers. And that's the thing. I mean, you know, we everyone likes chili, but after the third or fourth one, your taste buds are kind of like, okay, slow down. So the mac, kind of, the mac and cheese kind of gives them a little break. It does exactly right. Um, so you can alternate between going to see all. We have over twenty uh, restaurants that are incredible. This year's lineup is amazing. But this way, you can go and have a, a classic beef chili and say, okay, that's good, and and it doesn't make a difference if it's necessarily hot or spicy or whatever. Um, but then go and have a mac and cheese sample. So that could be a, a lobster mac, a pulled pork mac. I mean, you get really creative in the mac and cheese category and alternate between all of them. And actually, in my in my eyes, look like you survived the event. You you left full and happy. And that's the thing, you know, it, it, we'll, we'll start with the chili aspect. There's so many different types and varieties. Everyone likes their chili a different way. And that's one thing that's interesting is for the event, the people that are visiting are kind of the judges in an aspect. Yes, everybody. I mean, this is a true people's choice event, um, which we are trying this year. We're doing a, a digital balloting. So you use your cell phone to make all your choices and you rate everything on a scale of seven to ten and a half with half point intervals. So at the end of the event, everything's tallied and we know who was voted, who actually has the best overall rating. Um, and, and we have it in three categories, classic beef chili, creative chili, which is anything but beef. And then, then we have mac and cheese, which we just, this year, we're just treating as one category. I mean, you know, we, we think of chili, there's the big, the big question is beans or no beans? 
(laughs) (laughs) You can take chili in so many different directions. I know some people put cocoa powder in it. Some people like a very spicy chili. Some people like a very mild chili. So there's going to be chili for everyone. And that's the thing I want to let people know is, you know, it's it's a family event. Bring the family down. The kids that as well as meat, no meat. Uh, We actually have a vegetarian chili, which we're we're pretty uh, proud to offer because first of all, it's, it's dynamite. But it's uh, it's Mediterranean, which is really sort of unique, and they use a uh, a Greek yogurt made with tzatziki sauce instead of your standard sour cream. Okay, it's incredible. So that's the thing. There's so, so many different options. And then it grows as big as as Chowderfest. I mean, it's the little sister of it. I mean, holding the... it at the Sona Collection has been terrific. Yeah. So Norwalk's been good for you. Yeah. I mean, this is the first. It's been six years since we've held the event indoors in the brand new mall, which is the Sunno Collection right off of 95 in Norwalk, um, is, I don't know if you've been there yet, but it's palatial. It's it's upscale. It's beautiful. So uh, we're helping retailers during a slow quarter, helping restaurants during a slow quarter, and uh, feeding the hungry to boot. And that's the thing. You know, the proceeds go towards a benefit. It's It's helping raise money for a charity. And tell us a little bit about that charity that you're helping. The charity is uh, coincidentally also um, headquartered in Norwalk. It's called Food Rescue U.S. And uh, the problem with the hungry is not the um, it's not food. We have plenty of food. Um, it's just poorly distributed. And Food Rescue is a dynamite uh, charity, and we're happy to support them. And uh, the proceeds go towards them um, because it just makes sense. I mean, here we have a, an event that's helping out the restaurants, and they're actually helping the hungry. So it's great. It's a win-win. So the date of the event is January 26th, so people have some time. Um, they can go online. Where should they go to get more information, buy tickets, et cetera, on this? We have a new URL. It's macandandchili.com. So it's pretty simple, and you can get your tickets. We're trying to sell our tickets only online and not at the gate this year, trying to cut down on the lines and everything else. And so far, it's working great. Being able to buy your tickets online and have them ready is a great idea. You don't want to get to an event like this and smell the chili and the mac and cheese being served and now you have to wait in line to buy your ticket. That's just torture. <laughs> it is, but I'm a marketer so I'm not I'm not opposed to good old-fashioned uh, torture by smell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked about the chili, but another thing was the, the macaroni and cheese. There's so many different things you can do with macaroni and cheese. Oh, and then every year it just seems to blossom as the more more additional ideas. So it's, it's cool to come to this event um, and try everything um, because, I mean, chances are you'll either go out to these restaurants to have some more of it or try to invent your own. And that's the thing, you know, like if you have children, we all know with our kids that they're picky eaters sometimes. So bringing it to something like this kind of exposes them to little samples of different things they might not be used to, but they might turn around and like it and surprise you and them, which is very cool. It is. It's very cool. It also solves a problem like, while I'm a fan of the big blue box of uh, <laughs> mac and cheese, um, you know, trying something different and getting somebody out of their comfort zone is sort of what we're about. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing. No, I'm a big fan of the blue box. One of my kids likes the yellow box, but and that's that you can do these things at home. You know, you have a little bit of a takeaway that one of my sons he didn't like a chili because to him every time we had chili it was spicy. So I found the recipe, and we made chili that wasn't spicy. And now it's become his thing. Every weekend in the winter, he wants to make crockpot chili because he enjoys it. Now that he's found out, it doesn't always have to be spicy. You know, it doesn't have to be this. He doesn't want beans in it, so we did it without beans. Right, that's a big You can mix it up. 
You know, yeah, I mean, I, I like beans, and beans are actually good for you. Um, but it, that doesn't make a difference as far as my wife is concerned. So <laughs> it, it's without beans. So going to one of these events, you know, you can open up your family to a little. You, you don't have to buy a whole course. You already paid, so you can eat when you get in there. If you don't yeah. like it, you just move on, and you're not going to hurt anyone's feelings because I'm sure the chefs and the restaurant owners that are serving this up understand you're there to sample. You're also, yes, you're there to judge. There are people that take chili and macaroni and cheese to a very – we'll say professional tasting level, but go in there and have fun. And I think that's what a lot of the restaurants and chefs want you to do is go into an event like this, open-minded and have fun. Well, it's true. I mean, the, the chefs themselves put a lot of work into it. Um, they're culinary geniuses. Um, and the way that you vote is that you'll be able to, to rate what you try. Um, so the way that most contests work that are similar to this is quantity over quality while we stress quality over quantity so it doesn't make a difference if you get one vote or a thousand votes um it's all about the quality of the vote do you give them a nine or a ten or even a ten and a half which is the highest you can go um and then they get an average rating based on the people who who try it because in a typical event they just count up the number of votes and then whoever has the most win. But then it's more of a popularity contest, not necessarily based on food. Mm-hmm. Um, so here you get an average rating because unlike the other um, way of doing it is that when you vote for somebody, um, it's like a vote against everybody else. And meanwhile, you might not have even had time to try them. Correct. Or maybe there was an ingredient you didn't like. So this is a, a real, I would say, about as fair as any event can possibly get. Um, and the, the guys all try to to come up with an average rating that's terrific and then of course win the event yeah and that's the thing i mean you know if you're talking to the chef about their chili or their macaroni and cheese you can they can, you it's that feedback that they'll enjoy you know you might like said you might not enjoy a certain spice but once you talk to the chef and understand why that's in there you might change your mind a little bit on it so that's pretty nice that you can have that intimate discussion with the person that made that and get in their mind of why they did what they did for that recipe. Well, that's very true. Um, it's What's cool about this event is that you have the chefs right then and there. Mm-hmm. You know, usually when you go out, they're in the kitchen. They're not at your table. Here, they're front and center. Um, and you have the ability to ask something about, well, why'd you do this? And how come you did that? And why didn't you do it this way? And they'll tell you an answer. And then the next thing you know, it's it's even made the the recipe even better for you. I mean, it's like, wow, that's a good idea. Oh, that's great. Never thought of that. Oh, my God, is this delicious? It's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's one of those things, you, like I say, you don't get to experience when you just go to a restaurant and sit down, order, eat your meal, and leave. You understand what went into making that specific meal. And that's something that, you know, if you're bringing the kids, which I recommend, they'll understand it. My kids are younger. They're starting to get into cooking and understanding why you do this, when you do that in a recipe. So to have the chef talk to you, you know, your child or a young adult and had them under, oh, that it, it starts to click and they want to go home and try cooking, which I think is fantastic for younger ones to learn, to cook, experiment. There's no right way or wrong way. Teach them how to, to clean up after. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, the dishwasher's broken. You became my dishwasher this evening. Oh, that's true. It's sort of like talking to, I mean, I have a daughter and she's away at college right now. Um, but I mean, there's a time where she's never seen a rotary phone. Yes. She's never really had to cook or do anything, you know. So this is all an eye-opener for her, and she loves going around talking to the chefs and the people who work at the restaurants and all sorts of stuff. It's a lot of fun. And kids um, for this event, um, if they're between the ages of 6 and 12, are just $5, 
and uh, if you're under six, you're free. So that's you know if you think about that, if you're heading down there to eat some great chili and mac and cheese for five bucks for your kid, you can't go anywhere and get them food for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, no. It shows kids there's different ideas for a single item. You know, macaroni and cheese can be expanded in so many different ways. Chili can be expanded in so many ways. It opens not just the adult's mind, the children's mind into, okay, let's try something a little bit different. I might not like it at step A, but once we get to step B or C, it's a whole different meal. It's true. Although my my daughter has often said that we are just a blue box um, (laughs) with mac and cheese family. That she likes that the best. You know, that's what I grew up on. It is a staple in our household. But the kids, they're starting, you know, my mother-in-law makes, you know, homemade mac and cheese. And they're oh. starting they're starting to open up and understand that there's many different ways to make a single meal. And, you know, one of my sons was, the seafood was not his thing. But all of a sudden, he had a salmon burger. But oh, really? Now he loves them. We, he wants salmon burgers over regular hamburgers nine times out of ten. It's those little Good things. Man. That you don't, they don't understand until they try it, you know, and until they try things, they don't know. In an event like this where they can try so many different things, even as an adult, our taste buds change. So to go, go somewhere like this, you get that exposure to different things that you might not have thought of, and I think that's great. Well, I think a lot of the chefs are, you know, culinary geniuses and like to show their breadth of scope, you know, like how many, you can go there and it could be listed as just mac and cheese, but oh my God. It's unbelievable because it includes this, that, and the other thing. You know, um, they really get to show off their their talents at these kinds of events. Yeah, you know, it's not necessarily something they're going to put on their menu, but they can almost trial run it at an event like this to see if they get some traction and maybe start exposing their menu to such items. So I think it's even great for them to get that you know that creativity Exposure, out in, in a yeah. plate in a bowl. Yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, often we find out that lots of these restaurants, sometimes they they compete with something that's off the menu, something they want to see will work or taste great, and it'd be so popular that it ends up as a staple on the menu. Yep. So joining me again this morning, Jim Keenan, the event director of the Great Mac and Chili Challenge, Sunday, January 26th, down in Norwalk. You can get more information in macandchili.com. That's macandchili.com. You know, tickets are reasonable like i said you can get there and enjoy many items for less than you're going to pay just to go sit down most places but once you get a taste of these you can go back and visit these restaurants and really you know get a full portion and sit down and enjoy it so i think it's great that local restaurants really want to step up and be involved in certain things like this down in the norwalk area well even the event is includes unlimited sampling so you can come as hungry as you want <laughs> and enjoy as much as you want which is great um and, you know, where else are you going to find over, you know, 20 different restaurants that are incredible or at this caliber all in one place? The Sono Collection uh, is a great place to hold this event. All right, Jim. Well, I appreciate joining me this morning. Thank you very much, sir. And hopefully we get some people out there and have some great mac and chili. We'll see you then. Thank all right. you. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you for joining me for another episode of At Home in Connecticut this weekend. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne. And if there's anything you want to throw at me, you know, some comments, or if there's a great event or location you want me to highlight on the show, you can email me at WTICcomments at entercom.com. That's WTICcomments at entercom.com. And remember, as always, great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.